Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. And welcome to T-Bone Speaks Live. I keep trying this, um, and, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, I am joined on my right by my podcast co-host, Meredith Cooper-Jones. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And uh, on our left, who does not have a microphone on, is Gabriel, who is uh, our marketing director for all things T-Bone, basically. So uh, let's kind of uh, see how everything looks. I'll walk you through everything here. There's me. There's Meredith. Uh, And then if you want to, we do have the option of you submitting questions in the comments. And if you would like, you can even... Call in through the request line. (laughs) Call in through the request line. Um. And let's see if that's working by, let me play some music here. Can you hear that? Yeah. So I can play some music. Uh, So if somebody would like to call, all they have to do is uh, call 510-698-2663. And I'll be happy to potentially take your call uh, and kind of see how this goes. Uh, So... Uh, let us look at it from here. All right. So Meredith, how are we going to run this thing? What are we thinking? Well, I've received a couple of questions. People have reached out earlier today and asked a few things. So we and can I think get you started. got some text ones that I referred yes. to, to yeah. you. And then uh, uh, maybe uh, people will also do it from their com. Yes. So just check. I think you get an email of those as well. Yes, asktbone.com. Um, you can leave a comment in the comment section. We can get those. So you want to get started? I'm, I, you're in charge. All right. Well, let's get started. So probably the most popular thing I've heard over probably the last couple of days, even before we were asking for questions, we were getting this question. What are your thoughts on the stimulus package? That is a great, great question. Uh, so, hey, Gabe, make a note. I think in the future what I want us to do is to be able to have a slide over that comes on where you can type in the question that people have. That'll be kind of cool, don't you think? Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so um, hey, Laura, Lara, how are you doing? Class of 99. Uh, right now, I don't even know if we're any class because none of us are actually doing any <laughs> dentistry. <laughs> but, um, all right, so let's talk about the stimulus package, okay? And so before we get into it, um, I want to make a couple of um, disclaimers. I'm not an attorney. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't really, 
like working with attorneys, although my older brother is an attorney, uh, brother slash cousin, Indian people know how that works. And I am not an accountant, but uh, I have spent a lot of time uh, reading on this. And part of the challenge here is there's so much information. Um, there is uh, all kinds of information out there. There's some people say this, some people say that, some people, if you apply for this, you don't get this. And here's what I've kind of learned Today, from the CARES Act, uh, basically around this coronavirus, there are two things uh, that all dentists and anybody else that may be listening that has a business should be taking a closer look at. One is, oh, that was no good. <laughs> so um, one is the economic injury disaster component of it, and that allows you to get a loan of up to $2 million, I believe, at 3.75% on a 30-year fixed or uh, 30-year fixed loan. Uh, up to 10,000 of that can be forgiven uh, depending on, and let me read this to you from here. Um, the loans are up to $2 million. Uh, so this is the EIDL, the Economic uh, injury disaster loan. The loan's up to $2 million. The term is 30 years. The interest rates are 3.75 for small businesses, 2.75 for nonprofits, which technically no offices are, but I know some offices are nonprofits because they don't make any money. <laughs> uh, the first month's payments are deferred a full year from the date of the promissory note, okay? So this is a pretty simple couple-of-page application that you go on the sba.gov website. And then... Um, uh, so anything, uh, basically, it's going to be based solely on an applicant's credit score, not repayment ability, and no tax return is required. Uh, e- EIDL, smaller than $200,000, can be approved without a personal guarantee. They are also not requiring real estate as a collateral and will take a general security interest in the business property. Borrowers can receive $10,000 in emergency cash grant advance, Uh, That can be forgiven. So this is the important part to me, okay? So the economic injury disaster loan is a loan, basically up to $2 million. But here's the important part, and this is why it's silly if you do not, as any business owner, file for this. Borrowers can receive, and I I want you to listen to me. Borrowers borrowers can receive $10,000 in an emergency grant cash advance that can be forgiven if spent on paid leave, maintaining payroll, increased costs due to supply chain disruption, masks, PPE equipment, mortgage or lease payments, which all dentists have, or repaying obligations that cannot be met due to revenue loss. Basically, when you have a revenue of zero and you have bills that occur, you now have uh, repaying obligations that cannot be met due to revenue loss. Um, So basically, $10,000 are free if you apply for this. Uh, The government has a certain dollar amount that they're good for. So I believe tomorrow is the final day to apply for this. So my suggestion is you go to, don't leave me right now, okay? Do not leave me right now. Uh, Go to sba.gov and apply for the EIDL, uh, uh, Economic Injury Disaster Loan. uh, And you can get $10,000 
essentially that will be forgiven. So it's nuts if you don't apply for that. Uh, the other thing is the payment protection uh, component of the bill um, to do this. Oh, so Gabe, you could have just told me that, by the way. You know, this is like live. It's not like, like a newscast live here, okay? <laughs> so Gabe just went up on my thing and wrote that he wants me to encourage everyone to share. And while I'm at it, let me go ahead and encourage everybody to subscribe to my podcast. Uh, how, how would you guys like that there too? Gabe, does that make you happy that I did that? Okay, I just, <laughs> just want to make sure. Okay. Um, so make sure you share this. Uh, there's good information. We want to know. Uh, so now there's a paycheck protection program loan guarantee. So this is the thing that Congress, uh, the Democrats and the Republicans were arguing over unnecessarily, I guess. Uh, this is where Nancy Pelosi said she did jujitsu, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure her old ass can't do any jujitsu. <laughs> Just saying, uh, neither can Trump's old ass, okay? It seems like everybody in Washington's old. Um, so basically, here are the, imp- and I'm applying for that, uh, what I talked about earlier and this one. Right now, we don't know where to apply, uh, for the Paycheck Protection Program. And that will be, it sounds like, administered through an SBA, uh, local bank. Uh, so I would encourage you to contact your banker that you work with and uh, get in line or let them know what to do. Uh, and then um, if you can't find a banker or if your banker doesn't participate in SBA loans, get a new bank. Uh, bottom line is, listen, this is a time where you need your bank. And if your bank is not there for you, get a different bank, for God's sakes, okay? So back to the payroll protection uh, program. It is off. Go ahead. So we have a question about this. Go ahead. From Kevin Collins. He's saying, so if the 7A loan is considered a grant for payroll for eight weeks, the amount is reduced if you reduce staff. What happened if you had 10 employees prior? Do the 10 employees that are working during the eight-week period have to be the same 10 prior to eight-week period or just the same number? We'll qualify? come back to that one. You're a little okay. ahead of me on that one, Meredith. Okay. But that's okay. So let's go back to the Paycheck Protection Program. It's offered to small businesses with fewer than 500 employees. So uh, that's <laughs> all of us. <laughs> that's pretty much all dentists, right? There, you know, certainly very large group practices might be a little bit different. Okay, um, loans are giving up to a maximum of the lesser of ten million dollars, so up to ten million dollars, or two and a half times your average monthly payroll costs, including wages for employees making under a hundred thousand dollars as well as expensive for paid sick leave, health care, and other benefits. So in other words, your total employee cost. So that includes your wages, your retirement fund plan funding, uh, that 401k, SEP IRAs, simple IRAs, your component insurance. Uh, medical insurance, all of those things are considered part of your total employee cost. And all of those things multiply by two and a half times of your average monthly payroll. So, uh, for example, in our office, our average monthly payroll is somewhere in the seventy, eighty, eighty-five thousand dollars ballpark per month, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh, so, I would be eligible for two and a half times that. So, in my particular case, it'd probably be roughly two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars somewhere in that ballpark. 
Um, and the maximum interest rate under this program is 4%. The loan term is up to 10 years. No personal guarantee or collateral is required. The payments are deferred for 6 to 12 months. And part of this loan may be forgiven and not counted as income to you if it's spent during the first eight weeks on operating expense. In other words, you need to get this money and you need to spend it within the first eight weeks on the following. Okay, so as with the 10000 advance from the EDILs that we talked about earlier, the loan forgiveness provisions are generous. Loans are forgiven when the proceeds are used for any of the following costs. Payroll costs, excluding, pro, excluding prorated amounts for individuals with compensation greater than $100,000. So in other words, for dentists that are employed or team members that are employed that earn more than $100,000, that dollar amount over hundred grand, the prorated portion of that will not be counted. Okay, and again, for 99% of us, we don't have team members making more than hundred grand. Rent pursuant to a lease in force before February 15, 2020. In other words, you can't just go sign a lease now and have rent expenses. Electricity, gas, water, transportation, telephone, or internet access expenses for services which began before February 15th. So in other words, you can't go buy your fiber internet connection and write it off now. Okay, if you had it in place before February 15th, you can do that. And group health insurance premiums and other health care costs. Okay, so... Be careful here. In order for the amounts to be forgiven, you must maintain the same average, and I think this is answering your question, you must maintain the same average number of employees for the first eight-week period beginning on the origination date of the loan, as you did from February 15, 2019 through June 30, 2019, uh, or from January 1, 2020 through February 15, 2020. Okay. Hmm. Okay. If you don't meet meet this requirement, the amount forgiven is reduced. So you must maintain the same average number of employees. So that doesn't say the same employees, the same average number of employees. Okay. So uh, that's there, and I believe I remember right here. You incur additional reductions if you cut compensations for employees who make under $100,000 by more than 25% as compared to the most recent quarter. So in other words, basically you got to maintain the same number of employees and you can't cut uh, compensation, overall compensation from employees by more than 25% of the previous quarter. So basically they're going to give you the money and they're going to forgive it as long as you have the same team, same number of team members and you spend the same amount of money on payroll, okay? So uh, uh, that's that. So uh, you will apply, apply for the Paycheck Protection Loan directly through your local lending institution. Um, all right, that's pretty much it. So uh, are there anything on that I can get? Um, no, I think you answered Kevin's question, and I don't think, I think everybody was wanting to hear about that, but I don't see any additional questions so hopefully that answered kevin's questions yes uh so that's there okay well i have a couple other questions absolutely um this one i'm going to come back to that i'm sorry okay Okay. so um so let's talk about this eidl the economic injury disaster loan okay so this is where 
smart business uh, comes into play. Um, so uh, Lara asked, if you laid off your employees starting on March 12th and they filed unemployment, when to rehire? So uh, Joseph, he said, as long as you rehire them by June 30th, you're okay. I believe so. I, again, I'm not the accountant or the lawyer mm-hmm. in this, but what I would tell you is basically I don't believe they're going to penalize you for having your team members already take unemployment. So there's a couple of uh, different thoughts on this on the rehiring of team members. One option is to let them maintain unemployment for a month or so and then rehire them towards the end, depending on how long we believe this is going to go for. So if we believe this is going to go for two or three months and the government is giving you two months worth of payroll, then you want them to file unemployment for the first couple of mo- first month and then have it for, say, May and June, for example. Uh, so it just depends on how long you think this is going to go and <clears throat> whether or not you believe that the government may put out another bill like this, okay? Uh, so... Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of that, okay? Um, <clears throat> back to my point on this EIDL loan, uh, why I want everybody to apply for this. First, again, uh, the first 10K is technically forgiven if you spend it on the right things. But then the other point of it is it's 30 years <clears throat> at 3.75%, which is lower than the vast majority of loans that we have for equipment, uh, that we have for any. <clears throat> Um, it has um, uh, equipment and things like that. So that way, one option of what I'm considering, and again, get the application done, get the free $10,000, and then you can decide because there's a more rigorous process to the application. They're not just going to give you the couple of million dollars or whatever without, uh, uh, without asking you questions, okay? But basically, I'm going to consider refinancing uh, all my debts into this 3.75% at 30 years. There's no prepayment penalties and all of those things. And it may allow me to cash out some of the equity I have and let's say certain uh, things in my practice. So <clears throat> again, get with a smart accountant. Stop, stop listening to social media from people, including myself, who aren't in your situation, who don't know your business setup, that don't know all of these things. Get directly, stop reading all this stuff out there. You got to stay calm, okay? You got to calm down. Got to stop freaking out um, because it does no good. And then look at this as a way. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have COVID-19 <laughs> as I know of at this point. I have other diseases for Allergies sure. Allergies are really bad here. <laughs> if you don't live in the South, <laughs> you don't understand the pollen here right now. Red Solo Cup. Um, so I'm going to look at it as a way to refinance all my loans. So I have some equipment loans that are at like 5 6%. I have a building loan. I doubt they'll let me refinance my real estate. But I'm going to ask. You never know till you ask. Uh, so I would look into that um, uh, for sure. Uh, so that's my last comment on that. So take advantage of these programs for a quote unquote, the free money, by the way, we're paying in, we will pay for this free money at some point in time with increased taxes. And then, um, <clears throat> wrong button. Sorry, Meredith. <laughs> and, then, and then, um, um, and then look at it as a way to refinance uh, any loans that you have. And the whole point of refinancing loan is not, in my opinion, to spend more, uh, but to reposition yourself for great cash flow uh, in your practice.
All right. All right. So. Jonathan Ford said allergies are bad in the south of California. <laughs> Nashville. He's from Nashville. <laughs> he's, from, he's from the south, yeah. as he told us. All right. Well, we've had a couple people also ask, what are ways to prepare us for when this is all over? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, podcast family. T-Bone here to talk about the 3D Dentist Digital Implant Continuum. Are you ready to start placing dental implants but feeling a bit hesitant and or overwhelmed? I know that feeling. I've been there. Let's change that together. Imagine not just learning about dental implants in a classroom, but actually performing surgeries on real patients right here in North Carolina, guided every step of the way by our expert 3D mentors. This is dental implant learning at its best, using techniques that are safe, predictable, and confidence-boosting. They're exactly what I use in my own practice, so you know they work. Our course goes beyond clinical skills. We prepare you to successfully integrate high-demand implant services into your practice, transforming your career by attracting new patients and elevating your practice. And it doesn't end with the course. Completing our program is just the beginning of a new journey. You'll be a part of a community of confident, skilled dentists with ongoing support to ensure lasting success and growth. After all, this is about mastering a skill that can transform your career just like it did for me. So, are you ready to take your practice to the next level? Visit www.3d-dentist.com, check out our upcoming sessions, and join us to revolutionize your practice. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now let's get back to this week's episode. Uh, so that's a good question. So, um, oh, <clears throat> what a way, <clears throat> God, my. I think I would look at that as ways for people to keep <clears throat> moving forward yeah. in this lull. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> here's my first uh, thought on all of this is the first thing I want to encourage people is, listen, let's stay calm. Uh, Paul Homley has this video called Now is the Time for Leadership, and it is, number one, the time for leadership. And what is leadership? Your team will act the way you act. My team is relatively calm because I'm relatively calm. Meredith overheard a conversation I had with my dad today, and his business, we're in the (laughs) motel business, is down 80 or more percent, and we have a pretty big loan number uh, that has a very large uh, monthly payment. And it's, again, not because we're wealthy, but his calmness then dissipates to me and I remain more calm. And then my calmness will dissipate to my team members. Okay. So I don't get caught up in the bullshit on Facebook, fake book and Insta famous and all of that stuff, because most of the people don't have any clue what the hell they're talking about. Uh, I read, I digest, I go through it. So number one, stay calm. Let's be leaders. Let's communicate with our team members. Okay, so to me, that's the most important thing. I haven't gone to my office since last Wednesday, uh, but I've communicated with team members pretty much daily basis. And that communication for me occurs uh, by text message, which is my not preferred way of communicating with team members. I prefer to communicate with them with Slack. So we have our own Slack channel. It's a free app, free service. Uh, I believe it's Mm -hmm. slack.com that you can get on there. And all our team members are on there. They're required to have it on their phone, whether they have an iPhone or Android. uh, It's available. You can come on in, Mona. You want to join? 
Yeah, come on in. <laughs> um, but um, so uh, we communicate with Slack. We've also done some FaceTimes with team members. You don't want to come in? Uh, we've done FaceTime with team members. We're doing some Zoom calls with team members. I'm sending them links to webinars that they can choose to watch. Uh, just for my team members that are watching, I will take note of what you did watch and not watch. So <laughs> There's I, I a can't ton of force, webinars right now. I can't now force too. you to do it, but yeah. I'm just telling you, I will be noticing what we are doing. And then, um, uh, and then uh, just, you know, and then, we're, and then we're given a list of things that we want to learn clinically. Like I want my assistants, uh, we're new to zirconia in our practice in terms of milling it and doing it in the office. So I gave them a list. We have a list of all these implant restorations that are due in the next month or so. So we're trying to get all of those things done. We want to get some organizations. But quite frankly, all that stuff should be done now. We, we've been out of work for two weeks now. So um, uh, that's for the most part is how we're preparing while we're done. And then I'll kind of get into, there's another question that I want to get into about preparing for what's coming uh, that we'll kind of get into a little bit. Business-wise. Business-wise a little yeah. bit later. Okay. So you might want to put your thing closer to your mouth. I mean, I don't know why you're afraid of <laughs> getting it close to your mouth. <laughs> okay, what, so. Uh, no, I'm talking, so it's not like this thing has COVID or anything. It might. I don't know who's used it. Yeah. Okay, so basically we want to stay motivated, um, we want to be a leader for the team, communicate, stay on top of new clinical things. Can you read this comment that says, T-Bone, you are the man? No. Can, why, did you, <laughs> why are you selectively reading comments? Okay. I mean, like, I, right. I want to thank you for saying I'm the man. I mean, that's fair, don't you think? Literally the best dentist. I mean, whoa. I think these are fake people. <laughs> this is awesome. Are Where you kidding me? Where are these people me? coming from? Okay, so. Um, <laughs> it must be some chat bots that I put out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I do have a question. Um, for a, it says it's a clinical question. Are you just referring patients right now? I have no face shields or N95s. I have patients in pain. What am I supposed to do? He does not want to get sued. Uh, it's a great question. And look, at the end of the day, I think on all of this stuff, you have to do what you feel is right and what your team members feel is right, okay? So l let me say this, regardless of this situation or the future situations, okay, is I will not see a patient without a team member in the office, and I do not allow any one team member to be alone in the office, okay? So that's uh, with patients around, okay? So that that's my rule. Number one, they'll always be two team members in the office with patients, and then I will not be alone uh, with any patient when I see them, okay? Uh, so th that's that, okay? Uh, in terms of referring them, if listen, if you and your team members are not comfortable seeing your patients without a hazmat suit on... <laughs> or, uh, or proper PPE in general. He's saying he doesn't have any... Well, proper PPE is, is a very tricky Vague question. Term well, right no. Now. Look, it's a tricky question. What yeah. is PPE? Personal protection. What? No, I have 93. Well, it says 93 okay. right now. Just, my wife is just amazed. <laughs> so, um, my mom so, doesn't count. <laughs> Mona, you're getting all in my way here. Um, so what was I saying? PPE, traditional PPE is considered goggles, a level three face mask, and something covering your arms and everything, okay? That's, at the end of the day, personal protective equipment. Now, PPE for... Today's world seems to be a hazmat suit, yes. but basically it's an N95 mask, a face shield, 
uh, and maybe a gown of some sort. So if you're not comfortable with it, man, don't, don't see it. It's not worth it. Like, for example, look, I have underlying conditions that put me at a higher risk of, of having issues if I develop COVID-19. Uh, so for that reason, I'm not going to see any emergencies. Uh, we're going to allow our associate partner, Dr. Fiza, to do that. And then basically, if not, uh, patient, my patients will understand. If they don't understand, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm just not going to risk it. I'm not going to risk sending it to my parents. I'm not going to risk giving it to my kids. I'm not going to risk giving it to... Well, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not so worried about my wife. She's, she's strong. She can figure it out on her own. <clears throat> Uh, so Lindsay says you eat Philly cheesesteaks from food trucks. I do. And you don't wear PPE there. That's right. And you put it forks in your mouth and spoons in your yeah. mouth that haven't been sterilized. Yeah. So and th- that's COVID, I mean, at the end of the day. So I'm just saying. Probably right? more likely to catch it there than we are in the office. You know, and the people's hands are on right. those. So, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think I, I'm so not So that means no more Philly cheesesteaks from the food trucks. Well, there are other reasons that we shouldn't be eating <laughs> Philly food stuck, uh, cheesesteaks from the food trucks. Um, <clears throat> all right, so I think Rachel has a question right there that we should ask. Uh, can you read Mona's okay. statement? Okay. By the way, the people, Mona Gupta Agarwal, that is my wife, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, uh, she has a terrible attitude. <laughs> okay. By the way, the people who write that, with that meaning the nice stuff about me, are being paid. <laughs> so are you paying them? <clears throat> I'm paying them. Okay. okay. So Rachel is asking if your team is furloughed and you have expectations work for them to do during this downtime, how are you compensating them for their time? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Uh, do not put yourself in trouble by not paying your team members for the time they work. Okay. So um, if your team members come in or you ask them to come in while they are furloughed, uh, if laid off or laid off even, let's say, <clears throat> then pay them. Uh, write them a check uh, through your payroll company because, you, you know, you do need to do it through your payroll company. And I believe, uh, based on certain state rules, you have to, again, talk to your, uh, a qualified professional, which is not fake book or Insta-famous. You can, they can make a certain dollar amount before that starts getting, uh, goes against their unemployment benefits, okay? So if your team members work during non, <clears throat> uh, while they're laid off or, or furloughed, you do need to compensate them for the time because I don't want you to get in trouble uh, with the Department of Labor and such, okay? Okay, and Mona Gupta Agarwal has a question. She asks, what's the difference between furlough and laid off? Uh, furlough is uh, telling somebody that you're, they're going to be allowed to come back to work. Uh, laid off is you're telling them that they're laid off. So in other words, you're not guaranteeing that their job will be in place. Furlough also, again, I, I'm not a lawyer. Um, I, I don't really know a lot of the rules. But there is this thing called Google, <coughs> Mona, that you can look into. Uh, there's a thing website called googlethatshit.com. <laughs> Where you can GTS, I believe is what they call it. Uh, you can do that as well. Uh, furlough also furloughing your team members also allows them to maintain uh, their health benefits and such. Whereas laying somebody off would possibly require them to dip into Cobra for health insurance. Okay. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hello, podcast family. T Bone here, bringing you our newest live patient implant training, Full Arch Express. For dentists already placing implants and ready to level up and continue building their implant practice, this is the golden ticket. We're diving deep into Full Arch Implants, the hottest game changer in implant dentistry. In this program, we tackle both overdentures and all-annex fixed hybrids, 
mastering techniques that are essential for modern, comprehensive dental care. It's about getting your hands on the tools and techniques that will replace the doubt and fear with confidence and predictability. Here's the kicker. There's live patient training right here in North Carolina. You're not just learning theories. You're in the operatory doing real work on real patient from start to finish, guided one-on-one by our expert 3D mentors. You'll learn the nuances of each approach, ensuring you can cater to a wide range of patients to maximize revenue. Speaking of revenue, with me, you know it's not just about the clinical skills. We're bringing business into this aspect too, teaching you how to integrate these advanced services profitably into your practice. So are you ready to rise up to the top in implant dentistry? Join us at the Full Arch Express. This isn't just another course, it's a career-defining leap. Head to www.3d-dentist.com to enroll in our next session. 3D Dentist is truly committed to helping dentists take control of their practice, finances, and future. Now, back to this week's episode. And that is water in the Red Solo cup. They're asking what's in your Red Solo cup. Catherine Harrison says, I never thought I'd miss my dentist, but I miss, we miss you too, Catherine. Yes, hi, Catherine. We, we do miss you, we do. Oh, Shah Fiza wrote his, hello, I'm the Superman who has superpowers to see ER patients, just in case let's anyone's get, wondering. Let's get him a, um, a Superman <laughs> outfit, a cape. <laughs> we should, we should. <clears throat> <laughs> Kevin Fryer just uh, uh, talked shit to you, Shaw. Jeff said it's probably bourbon in that? your cup, but it's not because Ryan, Rachel, Dave, Matt, everyone in the mastermind, they drank the bar dry when they were here. Oh. <laughs> so there's no more left. What were you saying, Meredith? <clears throat> they said it was probably bourbon in your red solo cup, but I said it's not because all the mastermind people, I think they drank the bar dry when they stayed here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is some fireball in the freezer, just so people know. Ew. All right. All right. All right, let's keep moving along. Okay. So, where are we at? All right, so clearly, with all of this going on, um, we are probably going to venture into a recession. Yes. So, with that, what can offices do to be recession ready? So, it's a good question. So, let's uh, let's talk about this for a second, okay? Um, um Gabe, you're on. Not anymore. <laughs> Just like that, you're not. Uh, you know what the awesome is about this? You can wear whatever kind of clothes you want yeah. while you're doing this, right? <laughs> it's pretty amazing. You rock the athletic <laughs> I didn't wear tights. I mean, I, I wasn't thinking that would be a good, good look. What's up, Bob? My dog is here. Oh, um, Caroline and Matt and Dave and Jeff, they said that they, uh, they followed Sully's lead with the bourbon. Oh, my God. <laughs> Whatever. I'm not so shocked. Um, so anyway, let's talk about this for a second. And this is a serious moment. So I know we're trying to have some fun, um, blah, blah, blah. My wife is still on the countdown from CNN, Clinton News Network, fake news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many COVID cases there are. Um, oh, my God. Anyway. So um, recession ready. Okay, so let's talk about this, okay? There's a couple of components. A recession is technically defined as two consecutive quarters of uh, 
uh, negative growth in uh, GDP, okay? So uh, are we in a recession? The answer is technically no. Uh, but the reality is, is we are without question going to face a recession uh, when this happens. So in theory and technically, we won't be able to officially call it a recession probably till Q3, Q4, uh, but 100% our economy and pretty much every economy in the world will face a recession uh, there. So <clears throat> I want to talk about a few things that people can do uh, to prepare or get ready for a recession. Uh, and the first thing is is do not fire team members right away, okay? Don't, don't panic. Don't get into, just stay calm, have leadership, especially in today's time. We don't know if this recession we're going to be in is going to be one quarter, one month, one year, or one decade. We just don't know, okay? So let's get prepared with calm. Okay, so let's have an upbeat attitude, let's be calm, and let's get prepared for the ensuing recession that 100%, 99.9% is going to come, okay? Now, how long it lasts is a different story, okay? So what I've seen people do <clears throat> when they face a recession is they immediately start cutting team members. And by the way, you cannot produce dentistry, you cannot run your business without people, Okay, so from my perspective, people is probably the last thing you should consider getting rid of, okay, because you just, your business will decrease without people. Uh, it's just uh, a simple fact, okay. <clears throat> the other thing that I don't recommend that you cut off is marketing. I do recommend that you adjust your marketing uh, for the ensuing recession. And what I mean by that is you get rid of frivolous marketing, okay? You get rid of marketing that just isn't working. And you get rid of marketing that doesn't meet your practice culture and your practice vision and the type of dentistry you're doing for the times that we're in. So be more targeted with your marketing. Uh, you know, I, I'm... I'm a big believer in not doing a lot of new patient specials and all of this stuff, uh, all of the uh, overall general dentistry marketing, although that may change depending on how long this recession lasts, okay? But I'm really uh, big on being focused with our marketing. Are you marketing the procedures that are more profitable and that you do more of or want to do more of in your practice and sleep ortho implants? I, I keep harping on those three subjects, sleep ortho implants, sleep ortho implants, sleep ortho implants. Um, so that's there. Now, in terms of marketing towards super high dollar procedures, maybe you won't be marketing to your thirty, forty thousand dollar implant cases, but instead we'll be marketing towards your onesie, twosie implant patients. Uh, you just have to have a very close eye on your marketing. The other thing that I look at in these times is I don't commit to long term marketing. Uh, because a lot of the companies will tell you, you need to do 12 months, you got to give me 12 months. Well, when you're in a recession and you don't know how deep or how long it's going to take, I'm not a big believer in committing to long-term marketing. I'm a bigger believer in having short bursts and seeing if it's working and moving forward. Uh, so you got to keep your eye on the ball with marketing. But a mistake I made in 2008 is I cut all my marketing off and that is not the solution here. Just got to be smarter with your marketing, okay? Smarter with your marketing. Very targeted. And I think we just talked in one of the podcasts that we're going to be releasing. Speaking of which, 
we do have a wonderful podcast <laughs> Other side. that you can listen to uh, called T-Bone Speaks. That's available on Apple and Google, and we would love to have you do that. <clears throat> but when it comes to marketing, let's be targeted. Enroll your team in marketing. What does that mean? Google reviews. Google is marketing. Google reviews is marketing. Google my business is marketing. Answer, creating videos that answer questions that people have and then transcribing them into a blog post that is marketing. All of the things I just read off to you or talked to you about are free. Okay, marketing does not have to cost a ton of money. And that's what I mean by targeted smart marketing uh, as we come into a recession. Now, another thing that's going to go counterintuitive a little bit to some of the things I talk about when we get recession is, and that is to tighten up your services. And what do I mean by that? Uh, let's say, for example, uh, I'm going to use me as an example here. I'm not big or great at removable dentistry. I'll argue I lose money every time I do a removable case. So <clears throat> when you go through a recession, one thought process is that you provide every service to every patient because all the revenue is better than no revenue. And there is some truth to that. But the truth is, is if you're wasting time and if you're not great at doing something, don't do it. We stopped doing removable in our office because we were never profitable doing it. I didn't enjoy doing it. And so why would I do something that we don't make any money on? Another service that I may get rid of in a recession is we may get rid of whitening in our practice. And the reason being is I think whitening is a commodity. I don't think we charge enough. I don't think we make enough as a business to actually do whitening that's profitable. Okay, so I know many of you may disagree with me, uh, but these are the things. When I say tighten up your services, get rid of the things that are not profitable in your practice and, and free up time to do those things that are more efficient and you're more profitable at doing and as much as i say don't do fillings and crowns as you know when times are good and as you're transitioning from a dental practice to a dental business from a solo dentist to a solo dentist with an owner uh, sorry with an associate um uh, now is not a time to stop doing <laughs> crowns and fillings uh depending on how this stuff comes through and then uh the counterintuitive part to that is i do want you to have an action plan for new services um, listen, here's what I know. In the last 10 years, uh, we've tripled our practice in the last 10 years, and it's all based on adding new services to our practice. So you have to add new services. These services, again, sleep ortho implants are going to be super important to you. They're going to help you have uh, a better practice in the long term. Uh, so get an action plan. And again, now is not the time. Now and all of that, but when you are ready to add services to your practice, sleep, ortho, and implants, uh, our team at 3D Dentist is phenomenal. Uh, listen, there's nothing for me to sell you right now. It's just not the time, but when the time comes, I would love nothing more than for you to consider what we're doing here in Raleigh, North Carolina with our phenomenal team. Uh, because, listen, we're living in and breathing it. I'm a practice owner. Uh, I own a practice. I run a practice. I work in a practice. I have problems just like all of you guys do and gals. Uh, so that's kind of there. So um, do, do, do keep focusing on sleep, ortho, and implants. Even though I'm telling you to cut out services that you're no good at or that you don't do enough of, 
uh, cut those out, but do have a plan for sleep ortho and implants. They do improve practices. Another area that I didn't talk about is learn how to do root canals. Uh, today's technology makes root canals significantly easier. Uh, you just have to slow down to speed up and uh, get some good training on root canals uh, and then uh, learn how to do extractions and grafts and things like that. So uh, that's kind of uh, that. So Lindsay said that sleep apnea will help. So yeah. that was definitely one thing. And then Sully mentioned as, imp- as important as sleep ortho and implants are, these are he somewhat, said is. I know, but are, <laughs> I'm helping you. <laughs> these are somewhat elective procedures. What do you think about refocusing on the bread and butter extractions endo as this can create such a solid base? Yeah. And that's exactly what you just said about making sure you can do everything and not referring out extractions. Yeah, I think absolutely. I think uh, so much of what we've talked about, uh, for those of you that have seen my uh, slide where I talked about general dentistry, advanced dentistry, and emotional dentistry, uh, I firmly believe that general dentistry, that base, that 70% of your practice by volume has to be such a good base. And if your base isn't strong, if your foundation isn't strong right now, before you start going into sleep ortho and implants, you need to refocus attention on strengthening up your base your recall system, your new patient intake, your re- reactivation of your existing patients. You know, give my friend Sandy Pardue a call on her recall and reactivation programs. Uh, they're phenomenal, okay? So I, I really want you to shore up your base. But for those of your practices that are like mine, that are like Sully's, and we do have good foundations, don't lose focus on your sleep, sleep ortho and implants, but always keep an eye on your foundation and make sure that things aren't slipping through the crack right now, okay? So it is super important uh, to do that. So Meredith, I'm going to turn it over to you for a second. Okay. So we have someone asking, what do you mean by ortho, metal or clear aligners? So we don't, ha- we don't do any metal braces, so I would assume he means clear aligners. Yeah, so we... That we, doesn't necessarily mean which brand, but clear aligners. Yeah, so we all. provide... We, we made a choice to not provide clear... To not provide uh, traditional brackets and wires in our practice, so we provide clear aligner therapy. Uh, so that's there. Okay, Lindsay said this is the time to educate your team, lead them, and know the why, make them accountable. So it would be a good time to set up champions or something like that if you're not already doing that. Yeah, again, so again, so much of this in terms of the recession and when do you do this. Look, the fundamentals that we've put in place in our practice, uh, I, I'm not saying that they don't work or won't work during a recession, but so, so much of it is you've got to be fluid and nimble in everything that you're doing. You've got to be ready for uh, what's coming, what's happening, and all of that stuff. You've you just got to be ready for it. So you've got to be able to move and, and do that. So take the time, educate your team. Now is such a great time uh, to be educating your team. You know, and, and look, uh, I'm no different than each of you. I have a coach that we bring into our practice. I bring uh, my good friend Holly Bryant into our practice. Uh, she's done phenomenal work for us, and you know, she focuses on motivating our team and, and, and all those things that, all the things that I'm not so focused on, she makes uh, make sure that we get those in check and keep those aligned and keeps my team focused. Uh, we wouldn't be where we are without her. So I certainly want to... Mino, uh, uh, um, yes, it's coming. Uh, so Mino asked about an online <laughs> sleep course. The answer is we are going to listen. Um, <clears throat> I learned to change my practice in 2008 from that. Uh, We're going to learn to change our practice in 2020 from COVID. We are going to learn as 3D dentists to change our practice uh, from 2020, our business in 2020. We're going to have to move. Right now, we are 100% driven by 
in-person live CE. And that business model is going to have to change. Uh, the, the world is going to be different. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm behind the times on this. And um, I'll have to adjust. And uh, there's no question that, that I will adjust for that. So, um, uh, yeah, the answer is going to be yes to all of those things. So Caroline is asking, when we reopen, do you think that we need to open an extra day to get all the hygiene called up or maintain our schedule prior to COVID? When we reopen, do you think we need to open an extra day to get all the hygiene caught up or maintain our schedule prior to COVID? All right, so Caroline, it's a great question. Um, so I, I don't know. Uh, part of the challenge is let's look at it. Let's look at it reality, okay? We stopped working basically March the 15th. Uh, we will probably, I don't anticipate in working again till May the 1st, okay? So I believe that'll be the absolute earliest that I'll actually get back to work. Um, and uh, we'll just have to see. Um, uh, so we have a very full hygiene schedule in May and June. And then I just lost six weeks of hygiene that we'll need to reschedule. So we're going to have to look at it and see. Uh, one is everybody's going to be in the same position as us. So the question is where are we going to get the hygienist to do it? So that's where maybe extra days are going to come in with your current team, maybe additional couple of three hours uh, on normal days to kind of see what's possible. So all of those things are going to have to happen. So it's going to be fluid. We're going to take a look and see. Uh, and then I make the assumption that we're going to lose some of the patients that may not be comfortable coming back to dentistry. I think one of the worst thing that's going to come out of this is, is that we've been deemed non-essential services. Uh, so uh, I don't agree that dentistry is non-essential, uh, but I think that's uh, one of the things that we're going to have to be prepared for. Uh, so, um, you know, we'll see how that comes out. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, we'll see how that works out. Okay. Kyle McKinney. Hello, Kyle. He's asking, what is your vision for your first weeks back after we get through this? <clears throat> Do you think patients will be prompt to schedule appointments or hesitant? Yeah, yeah it's a good question. Um, I mean, yes. Why didn't she write she, it in the comments? Yeah, and she also, Teresa also said not to make fun of you. She is just so supportive. <laughs> Whatever. I don't like <laughs> Teresa anymore. We love you, Teresa. Um, what is my vision? So it's a good question. So um, here's what I think will happen. Here's what I'm mentally preparing for, okay? And I don't know. I hope it doesn't happen. But what I'm mentally preparing for is that when we get back to dentistry, we will be eased back into practice. Uh, we're going to start with basically probably less aerosol procedures, probably, probably get back to more emergency dentistry right away. I think there will be a buildup of emergencies or less emergency things that will need to be taken care of. I believe hygiene will probably be one of the last services that we bring back into our practice. There may be a little bit of a delay on when we bring hygiene back. And then I think uh, some of our uh, more complicated procedures will probably take some time to get back. So I think we're going to get a soft launch to dentistry when it comes back. Um, and I think hygiene is going to be the thing that suffers the most uh, from all of this. So we'll see. Mona, what do you mean by PPP? The, the payment plan protection? Yeah. 
the payment paycheck protection program yeah. or the personal protective equipment? The yeah. <laughs> The PPP. How does? What do you mean? How does? Can you explain how it works? What do you mean by that? Yeah, so look. No, Sully, I did not ever think I would be live co-hosting a podcast show on Facebook, but this is my life. So, um, so my wife is asking, probably because she's gotten some texts, what is the payment protection, payment, paycheck protection program as part of the CARES Act, okay? So, again, I am not an attorney. I'm not an accountant. There's some phenomenal people. If somebody's out there and they would like to call in, uh, all they got to do is, let's see, uh, all they got to... Yeah, the five one zero sixty nine T bone, which is five one zero six nine eight two six six three. So if somebody wants to come on and uh, um, uh, come on from that, let us know. So let's talk about that real quick, okay? Because I've had actually had a few team members ask me this question. Um, I already did that. We did you weren't that. here. I'm not you doing it again. You can it. watch it live. So let's walk through, because I've had it. a couple of my teammates, uh, team members, text me directly and ask. So our team members have fly, filed for unemployment, okay? We will rehire, or unemployment, whether it's furloughed or laid off, whatever it is, they file for unemployment. When I get confirmation from the SBA, from, from that loan, that the money is actually coming and I get it, I will immediately hire my team members back, and they will start back on regular payroll. Okay, so they will file and collect unemployment benefits until that time that that program I get we get approval and get it in place, whether that's one day, whether that's one week, whether that's whatever it is, we will immediately hire all our team members back. Okay, so that's kind of how it is. So you can you can keep everything moving forward. I don't encourage my team members to undo their unemployment application or undo any of those things because nothing is guaranteed till it's in your hands. Okay, I just I just don't believe uh, anything's happening until I actually get it. So uh, that's that. So um, so in that situation, I encourage people to continue the unemployment benefits. And then uh, we will rehire them as soon as this uh, payment protection, pay, paycheck protection program uh, money is actually approved and delivered to me through my basic uh, bank. So we have another question up here. Uh, what if, <clears throat> what if their unemployment is greater than their paycheck during the shutdown? I don't think it can be. I think it can be. Yes. 600 is up to your normal pay. No, so uh, unless they've changed that in the final passage of the bill, one concern that uh, uh, the jujitsu lady and Bernie Sanders, the communist, <laughs> made fun. <laughs> I mean, he, he is a self-proclaimed socialist communist. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I'm just saying, I mean, nobody in their right mind could vote for that guy. I'm not saying you vote for Trump. I mean, you could vote for Biden, but I'm just saying, I mean, the communists definitely shouldn't vote for him. <laughs> But, you know, they were making fun of the Republicans because they were saying some people are going to make more. And part of the problem with that is 
Yes, some team members will be able to make more on unemployment than they do with the regular paycheck. And the problem with that is then you won't, uh, you, if you have a greater, if you have a decrease in your payroll, there's a potential that you won't get as much forgiveness on this paycheck protection program. So you have to have an honest conversation with your team members. And I'm happy to have that conversation with my team members to let them know that for the greater good, you just need to make what you made, not more on unemployment. Or if you want to go on unemployment and take the benefits of making more, then your, jo- your job is done and we, will fi- we need to find somebody else uh, so that way we can be ready. So Sully says, have you thought about PPP only li- allows eight weeks of payroll, but this could potentially go beyond eight weeks. Does it make sense to stay on unemployment for some time, then utilize the eight weeks? So we talked about that earlier. That, that is, again, depending <laughs> he, on how he long... He came to think, the show late. Of course he, came he did. came to the show late. What? Yeah, so, so that is one thing to, to take into consideration. How long do you think this is going to last? But then my guess is if this goes beyond two months... Uh, then there may be another stimulus or we're in for bigger problems at that point in time. So uh, I, I, don't, I, I would encourage us to basically probably plan on rehiring <laughs> team members on April 15th, <laughs> April 1st, or whatever it may be. So Hi, Jonathan. Yeah, so uh, can you forward that to me and I can uh, uh, send people. Can you just post the so link to that? Caroline said, <clears throat> do you know... If you apply for the SBA loan, get it, but all your employees don't come back. Do you just have to hire them back to get the grant, or do you just have to offer it? Again, I can't, so people are going to ask me to make comments on things that I can't say with 100%. This would be something that you would ask a tax professional. Uh, but my understanding is you have to maintain the number of employees and a percentage of your payroll to qualify for the, to qualify for the forgiveness. You'll get the money, Okay. But the forgiveness part of it is what you have to qualify for. So what if somebody gets fired? You have to hire someone else? If you want to be forgiven for that. So in other words, remember, you have to maintain the same number of employees and roughly 75% of your payroll, uh, the same payroll, and then you'll, uh, it'll be forgiven. So these are the minute... Here's what I'm going to say. The, this is, these are the questions that drive me crazy. People are worried about things that haven't happened yet. Right. Let's, let's do what we need to do, which is get the program, get applied, get the money. And if you choose not to use the money, don't use the money. Give it back, okay? But let's not worry about all the things that may, not, may or may not happen, and let's focus on what we need to do. The most important thing we need to do, number one, is sustain. No, sorry, let me back up. The most important thing we need to do is stay healthy, okay? Bottom line. The second most important thing we need to do is make sure there's a business to go back to. And then the third thing we need to do is we need to take care of our team members. Oh, yeah. I want to put your hand down. He's on the camera. Yeah. Okay. So those are things. Stay healthy. Make sure you have a business to come back to. And then make sure you take care of your people. So we have a live audience question here. Yes, ma'am. What is your question? Do you have I, to prove that you're not bringing in money? Or you that you didn't make money during this time? You guys are asking me questions that... She's getting these questions in a text. Because she's making this shit up. (laughs) Okay, well, all right, let's go back. Teresa said nice legs. Teresa said nice legs. (laughs) See, that's why we should cover... But your your question is not you. I'm saying these questions are the the questions that people ask. They ask all these crazy questions. You know what? Go to your bank... <laughs> I'm not saying you. See, we need something to cover. Teresa said nice legs. 
So we're redesigning the desk. So you can leave your comments about what you think about the shape of the desk, the style. Well, the color is not the real color. <laughs> Let me get back to my, my whole point on this, okay? Because, okay. look, I'm not trying, Mona, I apologize. I'm not trying to say that your questions are dumb, okay? I'm just, and then none of these questions are dumb. These are legitimate questions. Huh? She's 100, she went to medical school. She's smarter than me. I mean, dentists are dumb. Okay, so um, we're non-essential. So, <laughs> listen, stop asking. Okay, I'm going to say something my mastermind people will understand. You're asking the wrong question. Okay, the question isn't, do you qualify or don't you qualify? Apply. Just apply. Talk to your banker. Pick up the phone and talk to somebody that actually knows. Stop listening to people like me and other people on Facebook and InstaFamous. Okay, talk to people that actually know and go through the scenarios. Have you have people downloaded your payroll reports? Do you know what the payroll <laughs> is? Do you know all of this stuff, man? Come on. Let's stop worrying about if this happens, if people don't come back, then hire new ones. I mean, for God's sakes. All right. Now everyone's just focused on your legs and your shoes. Well, I've when taken it off. Now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> Kyle said, if you see an emergency patient, should you make them sign a waiver to receive treatment? The answer Sully is yes. said, Kyle, Kyle quit overthinking. <laughs> yeah, it, the answer is yes. Your team members should sign a release saying that they are there on their own. Okay, that you're not forcing them to be there, uh, that they understand that this COVID stuff is going on and your patients should sign a thing uh, that says that you've checked the temperature, they don't have symptoms, they haven't traveled to places, third world places like Italy, China, New York City, New Orleans, things like that. Okay, I'm being somewhat uh, sarcastic in some of my comments. So Matt is saying, while quality CE is hard to come by and there's a million Zoom meetings talking about the exact same things, any resources you recommend that could add to our clinical skill set? Yeah, so uh, great news. 3D Dentists will be providing uh, webinars, uh, and it would be great to have a graphic for this today, but we don't. Uh, starting on Tuesday, April the 7th, uh, Tuesday, April the 14th, Tuesday, April 21st, and Tuesday, April the 28th. That would be every Tuesday for the month of April. We will Called do three 3D hours. Tuesdays. <laughs> we will have three hours of webinars where, for, uh, where two speakers will go, come on, and we are going to schedule enough time to what I don't like when I get on these webinars is they'll tell you it's an hour, you prepare an hour of material, and then you never get to ask your questions, okay, or answer your questions. So we'll have an hour and a half where uh, roughly 50 minutes of it's dedicated to the presentation topic, and I can promise you personally that we're not going to go into bullshit about this stuff. We're going to focus on uh, on the topics, and we're going to get to it, uh, and um, and then we'll... Um, uh, then we'll have a Q&A session where we actually answer questions. And uh, there's nothing to sell or anything like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, we'll be there for that. So that's not an in interesting that, – that's there for you. So look for that. You'll see the – Oh, yeah. yeah. My wife is making things that I can't repeat <laughs> on here. Okay. God. I got it. I got it. I got the oh, joke. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody has called in asking to call for this. It's not uh, asking, so. It stopped? Oh, anyway, we'll keep going. All right, keep going. 
Okay, so you want to answer another question? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I received this text message that says, I had a thought about insurance. How can we affect change in how insurance will reimburse us? Uh, ben Thompson says, do you have a form for employee or patient to sign off? Can somebody uh, share one? There's like 800 of them. If my friend, uh, if Holly Bryant is listening, can you just share the one that you sent me that I, that we're going to uh, have? If you don't us? find one, you can email me at meredith at 3d-dentist.com and I'll get it to you. Can you just type your email address in there? Yeah. You're going to get all kinds of spam then, just so you know. I know. You should see the questions I got from the webinars. Bona, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's going to be a question for you that I'm going to have you get on here and talk about. Uh, we'll get to it. Oh, oh, who is this? Let's see. Who Wait. is it? Who is it? Oh, God help us. Hello? Hold on one second. Let me, let me see how I get this in here. Okay, you there? Yes. Hey, who is this? This is Holly. Hi, it's Holly. <laughs> What's up, Holly? How are you doing? Uh, do I win a prize for being the first caller? Yeah. You, you do. Your prize is uh, that you get to talk to me. How about that? So what's I up, Holly? I want a 3D t-shirt. I'll send it to you. And I want a meet and greet. Uh, and I want a meet and greet. Autograph and a photo. <laughs> so what's on your mind, Holly? Yes. And hey, let's talk about some of the some of the mental health for doctors. I'm, I'm getting a lot of doctors who are in week two of the corona Disaster that's happening at their house. How do we mentally keep them healthy? uh, Gabriel, you have to turn the number one dial up halfway so that that works. Uh, Hold on one second, Holly. Uh, Holly. um, (laughs) We just happen to have a resource for this. (laughs) On the left side, Gabriel, you got to turn the the, the dial up. I've been asked to join. So Holly is saying that she has a lot of doctors who are mentally having a hard time. Yeah, that's the truth. Oh, okay. We're just going to push me. We got to stay six feet away. We're social distancing. That way you're on the camera. Yeah, there you go. So you got to be over. Are we giving Mona a headset? Yes. Yeah, Mona, can you hear Holly? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you see me, Holly? Mm, I I can't see you. Um, I will see you in just a minute. It's coming. Yeah, we're we're about 30 seconds late. Okay, tell me what's up. So, by the way, uh, Rupal asked the same question. Suggestions on how to manage the stress during this time. Honestly, I was talking to... Well, I want to talk about it from the leadership standpoint because doctors are stressed, Mona, Mm -hmm. but now their team is stressed because they're not hearing from their doctors and they're used to having their family and this is their work family and now all of a sudden they're feeling more insecure about where the future is and the doctors are, you know, they're stressed. So what's some tips on managing that? Personally, I think it's communication. Um, you you recommend Slack, right? But I think even picking up phone calls, like I talked to one of actually um, Darren's employees. And, you know, I think it's just the isolation is pretty scary too. And it's not just, you know, dental employees or empl- just people in general. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Pe- uh, people are feeling isolated. They're alone. Some people have families that they go home to. Some people don't. So at this point, we need to be leaders and not necessarily bosses. Does that make sense? Like, I think people need lead- Absolutely. people need leadership. People need someone to be able to go to and say, I'm scared. 
you know? And then this leader, whoever you are, needs to be, you know, kind of saying, okay, we're going to get through this. I'm scared too. I think that's okay to say too. You know what I mean? That your feelings, validating someone's feelings. Well, I have some doctors, you know, I'm recommending all my clients to, to send personal note cards to their team members' houses and pick up the phone and call them. Because if you cared about them before the corona, care about them now. But it's I, also because you like them. Yes. And they encourage you and you encourage them. Well, someone told me. So that's me, kind of the isolation thing, right? Right. The isolation thing's huge. I mean, today I, I'm doing a lot of FaceTime. Um, and FaceTime's another great way, you know, is I'm FaceTiming with my patients. And um, they're like alone, you know. And so same, and, and I'm talking about patients, but in general, people are alone. They're like living in their, you know, four cor- their door. I mean, they get outside and walk maybe. But um the main thing is one of um, Theron's employees kind of talked about, I went into dentistry because I, I thought it was a secure job. This is the first time in my life I don't know if it's secure. And that's, I don't think that's true. I think there is no secure job in the world right now, but it will be okay. This will pass, you know, and it's a couple of months and hopefully we'll be back to, you know, semi-normal. Um, but I think that's where dentists, doctors, uh, business owners, everyone needs to just reach out to people. Like you said, give them a call, not just text because text is so informal. I think give someone a call, you know, check in on them. Yeah. Well, I've got a lot of doctors right now. I've got them just calling through their patient base and checking on, you know, their patients. And that's really good. Just seeing how they're doing, just talking one, because doctors like to talk. You're used to talking all the time mm-hmm. and connecting. So um, but I have a lot of doctors right now that's kind of, uh, you know, they're going through the law of uh, just almost like business loss. I've lost my team. I've lost my business. Even though it's on pause, they're, it's like they're mourning a loss. Well, I think that that's an important thing that you bring up there, Holly. I think oh. we, have, we have to stop looking at this as a loss, and instead it's a pause, and that's really what it is. Well, I it's, think... It's, we're on pause. Yeah. I, can, I can tell you personally, um, last week, um, Darren had no schedule. And so I, and I'm talking about it from our house because I think if our house is having that issue, sure. other houses are having that issue. So I would walk in, usually... If you know my husband, I, you probably don't know this much about my husband, but he likes to go to the bathroom, shit, shower, shave, whatever it is. So he likes to go to the bathroom for, I don't know, two hours. Then he goes in the shower and you know this is like a thing he does. It's like a, you know, everything in the world could be shutting down, but this is what he does. He shits, showers, shaves, whatever. Okay. But he was kind of stopped. I don't like to shave. I go to the barbershop. Whatever. Okay. Just, but the point is, it's, just, it's the saying, right? But anyways, he just kind of quit at the shit. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but that sounds really horrible. And he did shower later, but he didn't do the shit shower shave routine, right? Because he didn't have the routine of what comes next after that, which is go to the office. And that is his pride and joy, his office, 3D schedule. You know, he's a very scheduled man. He like almost doesn't know what to do if he doesn't have something to do. And I think it gave him anxiety, but he didn't know what it was called. You know what I mean? So he um, Absolutely. shit and then got ba- back in the back bed. In the bed. <laughs> and that sounds really disgusting. But, you know, I mean, he just went back in bed and he was like, he stopped. He, did, he, stopped. Yeah. he stopped. And then I got home and I'd be like, what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. It was like he lost himself, you know, because I think dentists. No, his practice coach reached out to him a couple of times and he was like. <laughs> 
I, yeah, I mean, it, but, okay? it's, but I think it's avoiding and it's like not really knowing what to do and never being in the situation before. But then, you know, over the sure. weekend we talked about and uh, Meredith actually helped. We started walking him like a dog. <laughs> and, so um, now it's T-Bone walks instead yeah. of T-Bone yeah. sleeps and we so get up every morning. Every morning we wake we up, walking. he shits, and then we get him out of ish, <laughs> yeah. and then we take him on a walk. And it's really sad, but there's two of us and him and we walk for two to three miles, come back, and then he starts his day, you know? And so then that is, you know, so right now he's going to focus on this online business and we've got, you know, Gabe and we've got um, Meredith kind of working on it. And look, today they came up with all these plans. So same with the, you know, okay, T-Bone has 3D and he has this, but all the dentists have things they can do. All the, any business owner has things that they can do. Then I talked to when I was wa- on one of my various walks today, because I'm trying to do the 10,000, 15,000 step thing. So when I was on my walk today, I met an orthodontist who lives across the street from us. And he's fantastic. You met him for the first time? Okay. Met yeah, he's, he's one of our met friends. I met up with him. And he started telling me, and we kind of talked to each other. And I was like, you know what? Let's look at this as a silver lining. You know, when do we have time to just do nothing? You know what I mean? And even though we're not, and none of us are doing nothing. People are learning how to cook again. People are learning how to I'm garden. Not, I'm not any of But, those you know, they're, they're picking up habits. And, you know, one thing I noticed in the grocery store, and this is something that's really interesting to me, is that all-purpose flour and yeast, you can't get it. How... I mean, years at the grocery store, I have never seen yeast to be out. Yeast is out in every grocery store. What does that mean? People are starting to bake again. So it's things like that. Like, instead of focusing on the negative, focus on the positive. Focus on the things that you can do with this time. We will never get this time again. Never. Oh, we're having a blast here. We're taking about uh, 27 phone calls a day and doing some outdoor challenges, indoor challenges. We've got doctors on... uh, filling out their social media calendar for the whole entire year. They're collecting videos. Right. I mean, we're having, things you can do. Uh, well, I we're think having part, parties at work every day. But I think part of that ultimately comes down to um, people just, um, you know, opening up and having a, a group of people that will kind of set them straight. In, in your particular case, it's you doing that for your doctors. We're so used to, you know, as, from a dentist perspective, okay, as much as I say I'm the boss and I'm in control, at the end of the day, I, I, my, my schedule is, di- is dictated for me. I mean, I'm, everything, you know, everything is, um, you know, every, I'm told what to do, where to go, all of that stuff, correct? Uh, so, you're the yes man. Uh, well, it's, it's <laughs> kind of the way it is. So right? you're the same. So, yeah, uh, so I don't have that. So one of the things that's been unbelievably helpful for me is to develop some type of routine. Now, whether that routine starts awesome. at the same time it used to start at, uh, but for me, that routine starts about 8 o'clock. We can go for our walk, 8, 8.30. Uh, you know, um, my kids have their routine. Their school starts at 8 o'clock uh, online like it used to be. And then uh, I come into the basement, which is uh, Studio 3D, and I sit down here and I do work until 3 o'clock. And uh, that's the equivalent. That's so awesome. for some dentists, it might be, hey, go to your office. And just sit there and, and, you know, maintain some semblance of a routine. As I think that's super important uh, to have, is, is to have a routine. So, um, yeah, you know, it's just that we have to look at it that way. So, And I think that's for everyone. Those so great Yeah. Yeah. Well, Holly, thank you so much for the phone call. Anything else that you want to touch on? No, just uh, send me my T-shirt for being the first caller. 
Yes. Yes. That, thank you. That will not be my job. That will be uh, Meredith's job to make I sure that she gets a t-shirt. I, and I'm assuming, I hope we're still on for May uh, when you come in for a couple of days. Always. So, uh, you know, Listen, you drive anyway. So. so, yeah. Well, Holly, so, thank you. And on, then, um, go ahead. No, I just tell everybody, encourage them that, you know, a little Monaton, she's given FaceTime calls and free consults out, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, we've done some stuff for some uh, physicians out of the New York area, health care workers in Colorado. Uh, You know, I got to give my wife big props, you know, Um, and and that's part of doing these lives uh, is is uh, just uh, to answer people's questions. You know, Uh, it's it's a scary time. I get it. And, you know, it's and I don't help it sometimes when uh, I tell people it's going to, you know, it's just like. I get it. Everybody's in a different situation. If you're a startup practice, if you're, you know, you haven't saved the money yet, or you haven't had an opportunity to save the money. Um, but I, I also think it's a time for reflection. It's time to uh, think about uh, how we're using this time, uh, what is stressing us now, and what we can do to uh, eliminate or minimize that stress in the future. Uh, all of those things. So it, it's it's our opportunity uh, to get that together. So. Oh, you just always look Love there, it. Mona. That's your camera. Oh, Holly, I'm still waiting for your Thank lunges. You your lunges, Holly, you haven't posted them in the challenge on Slack. I did oh, I see will. people in the oh, office lunging. Yeah, that's because I challenged all the girls in the office to 100 lunges. T-Bone still hasn't done his. Mm. So we're waiting. want to show us one? Yeah. Maybe you could do one now. Good luck. <laughs> I, have you some, I have you some COVID-19 fun um, social media challenges for your team. They'll oh, be good. coming your way tomorrow. Okay. Thanks, Holly. And T-Bone, you can share them with anybody you want. Thanks, guys. See you. Take care. Bye. Bye. So that's that. So where are we at, Meredith? Are we are we done, or what are we going to do um, here? It's nine fifteen. I think I didn't realize. I think it's like the middle of the day or something. I know. Well, for you, it is. Max Johnson <laughs> asks, "What are your thoughts on Delta's alleged plan to front fifty percent of your usual payments as a way to keep cash flow moving?" Um, Ooh, I don't know how I want to answer that question. Uh, I don't trust the dental insurance companies. Uh, and I don't want anybody fronting 50% of my money because I don't know if they're going to charge me interest, how they're going to take it back. Uh, I don't know what my future cash flow is going to look like. I, I, and frankly speaking, I don't think we really need so much of that. I think with the uh, paycheck protection plan uh, that we're going to get, I think um, uh, so much of that is available for us to take a look at now. So I don't uh, necessarily see... Um, uh, a need uh, for that. So, you know. Somebody just said, uh, sorry, Lavanya just said, uh, I just bought a building. Can I proceed with the design and all that? I am at a halt now as I am panic with future. Uh, Lavanya, here's what I would tell you and anybody else. Uh, panic is not, the, is not a choice right now. It's not the solution. Uh, there is there is zero reason not to continue with the design and all of that because designing it and thinking about it and planning it is free. It's just your time. And right now we have all kinds of time. Uh, it is an opportunity to rethink your plan, okay? And you cannot rethink your plan with a, with a mindset and a vision of only six months or a vision of only six weeks. We have to believe that we are going to overcome this and that we are going to get back to being bigger and better than ever. Now, that may be a month from now, that may be a year from now, or that may be a couple of years from now. But we can't stop living our lives and we can't stop dreaming 
about where we want to get to and what we want to do. So uh, I'm a big believer that you got to dream. Uh, you got to continue to dream. You got to believe that we, we are going to get better and bigger and better than ever. It'll be different. Anybody that says it's just going to magically start right back up is, is living in la-la land. Uh, but uh, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to change. Why, why don't you think it's going to magically start back up? Like, why do you think it's going to be slow? I, just, I feel like if the dentist office will open once they say that, um, once they say we're free to do whatever, don't you think people will just come in? I, well, I, it depends. I mean, what, do you, what are you talking about a few months from now? They're talking about COVID-19 okay. coming back through in the fall, yeah, the second round of things. Yeah, but then it's like, then eventually people will know how to treat yeah, absolutely. it. Absolutely. But that might be a six months to a year. they're not going to close from... offices every time this happens. No, but, the, but six months... I'm not, I'm not arguing with no, that. No. I'm just discussing. No. So my thing is, I, what I'm saying is, once we get over this hump... Yes. Then, which may be May, maybe June, maybe even July. Okay. Sure. But then I feel like once the doors open, your regular patients will come back. Oh, well, I mean, it, I don't feel oh, like... Yeah. People in general are loyal... Don't yeah. you think, especially when it comes to the dentist and their hygienist, they're, they're loyal to them. Right. They're loyal to the team. And so I feel like, you know, I would keep planning. I would. This is a great time cool. to plan. You know, maybe don't get the fancy tile. Maybe get the cheaper tile. You know, whatever. But, but in general, plan. Dream. Absolutely. Because your peop- the people who want to come to you, they're coming. Yeah, they're I, coming. I'm not afraid of necessarily losing patience through this. But what I what I am preparing for, and again, you, my wife will call me the doomsday guy because yeah. I always think we're poor <laughs> or yeah. any number of things. No, he makes me feel like we're poor, and then I take four five jobs. <laughs> but but part of it is also is I which get, I did apply to one. But I get mentally prepared for the unex the un, unplanned. You know, I want to get prepared for maybe this is going to look like it's a seventy percent of what it was. What, it, what, what does that look like? Maybe it's going to be, you know, I, th- I think it's going to come back to be 70 to 80% of what it was almost right away. I think there'll be think an increased so, yeah. surge. Then there'll be a dip down, okay, because we're going to have pent-up demand for a well, little bit. Well, school will go back you in. Know, and, then, and so yeah. much of it is built around all of that stuff. You know, and, and when we get back to business, quote-unquote business, new business as usual, we'll be getting into the summer season, which typically, at least here in this area, is our slower part of the year. So we just don't know, you know, and we don't know what consumer sentiment is going to be, okay? So we, we, I, I'm not doomsday. I'm not believing that it's not going to come back at all. I just believe that we need to be prepared and mentally prepare that it's going to be less than what it was, okay, for a short period of time. And then if it's not that way, if it's better, it's a great surprise. It's a much easier thing to deal with. Uh, than than dealing with the... I feel like the dental industry will hop back faster than like the hotel industry. Oh, 100%. Or like the restaurants. Or like, you know, because honestly, I was watching a movie yesterday and I was seeing people shake hands and I was seeing people like, you know, do the normal things people did a month ago. And it was giving me anxiety. Like, why are they shaking hands? You know, so I feel like going to a restaurant, sitting in a restaurant is going to be harder or going to, you know, a hotel and staying in a, you know, that's, that's the businesses that might suffer well, for a while. And please, please, people will have to save money. But dentistry is a need. I mean, I, even though we're saying it's not essential I don't right disagree. Now, I think, I just think that... Uh, we just do have like, to prepare. Yeah, well, not even that. I just, like you said, people are going to have... The mindset is going to be changed when they go to a restaurant, okay? 
for the little bit of time. Their mindset is going to be changed about when they go to the dentist because they're going to be worried about aerosol. Like, none of my patients have ever asked me about aerosols before. Has anyone asked you recently? Well, we're not not working right now, but I'm absolutely confident that a good percentage of patients know what aerosols are now, and they're going to have these questions that we need to be prepared for. And for some people... some when, like, stuff sprays everything. Right, or some patients are just freaked out about x-rays, which is stupid, which is no reason to be, right? But, so we're going to have some of these things and that's going to affect the consumer mindset. And we just have to be prepared for that. So I, I'm not sure if she was thinking of this, but I saw where somebody was planning for a new office and they were wondering, they were scared because they were wondering how things were going to change. Mm-hmm. Like, should they be planning to put, make their operatories where they could always add a door on later? Yeah. You or know, for certain oh, things that we're going to change well, I think from the, this. I think the thing now is, uh, I, I think the thing now. The, no touch doors? I think... <laughs> Yeah. So I most think, of our new operatories yeah. are no, like no touch everything. Yeah. The drawers, the, no I mean, we're ahead of times. Yeah, we're so yeah. cool. <laughs> I think, look, we'll, we'll, no, we'll have to look at like to things, like, yeah. things like Isolite, Isodry. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what the other competitor products are, yeah. but they're all good products. They help reduce aerosols. Rubber dam will come back into play. Mm-hmm. You know, when, I, I believe dentistry should move to a one-door operatory anyway, and maybe having a barn door type of thing on them or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Uh, you know, I, I think maybe, you know, absolutely. If you're building a new office, you have to look at these things. Yeah. You have like to what consider thinking them. Of you have to consider glass them. Glass that changes colors. Yeah, Neil has that, the glass so that cool. smokes up and stuff like that. Design so that. I'd be happy to get that, Mona. Yeah, that's I, probably I not cheap. No, yeah, okay. no not yeah. at all. We don't want that. So. <laughs> Change of plan. <laughs> well, um, oh, I pressed the wrong button, and let me see here. Oh, uh, look, close up again. I, that's not the button I wanted to press. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we should do this more often. Yeah, once I have a, a lot week. of questions. Once a week. So I feel like um, it's like having a conversation. Like you know, that's what this is all about. <laughs> No, what I mean is, like, this is the most conversation I get with the (laughs) (laughs) T-bones. All you got to do is come to my office. You come to my live studio. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dry shield. Jeremy Bear. Yeah, dry shield, that's it. So are you guys going to work now, dentistry, will you work with the shield? The face shield. So that's what we were saying. Like, we don't know what the rules will be after. Can you use loops? And Don't you guys use the, what about the microscope? That's called loops. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I have the microscope too, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I was just wondering, because our hygienists wear loops. I know not all of them do. Yeah, I don't know. I've never used a shield. I I don't know how that would work. So dentistry is really great about having, like, you guys are on top of it. Like, um, the neighbor was telling me that he was on webinars and they're talking about this, you know, small business loan and they're explaining things. Mm-hmm. And it's like such a business oriented field. I don't hear any of that in medicine. Well, is medicine business real, as usual right now? It's not. No, it's not. absolutely not. It's absolutely. Well, actually, medicine's in panic, isn't no, it? No, but a lot of doctors have been laid off or fired or furloughed. They've been, um, their pay has been cut. I mean, it's just a very weird time for everyone, but, you know, they don't get the, I don't know, they don't get all this, like, there's not people training them on these things, which is, you know, kind of sad, right? Well, that's, that's, again, not to be too crazy, but it's the power of private enterprise. Dentistry is driven by private enterprise. We're div- driven by companies uh, that want to service and support our industry. Well, I just like Medicine the, is not so much driven by that Was that Henry Shine? Yeah, Henry 
is that the company that I sent you this? Yeah, but Henry Schein, Patterson, they've all I'm sure all Patterson's companies. doing it too, but I mean, I got it from the Henry Schein one. But I'm sure Patterson has it too. But you guys have partners. Like, yeah. use those partners. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. These reps are amazing. Chuck called you information. three times today while we were working, <laughs> right. I think. You yeah. know, just checking in. But yeah, that's, but that's a great point. You, your, reps your reps are amazing. Well, they what's the point of having a rep then? Yeah. No. They're not going to be there when you really I know. need them. But, you know, reps, for me, they just seem to spend all our money. But... You know, but you there's spring food. Yeah. Well, that's my, and that's different. That's different. But no, what I'm saying is like, when I think of a rep, you think of people selling you stuff, right? right. But this isn't about, they are your partners. Right. They are your partners. Henry Shine, Patterson. I don't know what other companies there are, but I know that those Aubrey. two. Aubrey, yeah, she's texted us yeah. asking if what we need. But that's need what I'm saying. These people are part of the yeah. extended family, right. you know, and they can help you. I mean. You know? No, 100%. I mean, so I think if you're nervous, if you're having questions, ask these people. Yeah. And they can maybe, like, you know, maybe there's some incentives that they're giving, you know, because they need to keep their businesses up. Yeah, too. of course. I mean, they, they listen, they've been great to uh, defer loan payments for 60 to 90 days, all kinds of stuff. But those are things that you can yeah, ask. You know? Absolutely. So these, it's free to ask. Right. So, um, they asked, Jeremy Bear said he was able to use his loops with a shield and it didn't fog up, except it was hard to hear and it was hot. So I can tell you T-Bone is not going to wear it. <laughs> yeah, if it's hot, if it's I'm, hot. I'm out. I'm out. I've already got enough fat on me. <laughs> I stay hot, so. And I'm just hot, too, so. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> on that note. Yeah. So I want to give a great shout out to all my friends and uh, oh, all his teaching friends. partners. <laughs> At 3D Dentist, I love you guys. To my teammates uh, who are at home, uh, I will uh, uh, get in touch with you and uh, talk to you guys. And uh, um, uh, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on mm -hmm. and being part of this. Mona, thank you for coming and giving me a hard time and providing good sage advice. It's her pleasure. <laughs> Gabriel, thank you for the idea and force to do this today and some of the wonderful graphics and stuff that you put on so well if you guys have any questions you can um send it to us you can email i put my email in the comments you can also go to ask tbone.com if you have any free time which i'm sure all of you have a little bit of extra free time right now you can um listen to the podcast and leave us a review on apple podcasts thank you everybody and have a great day we'll be back next monday at eight o'clock uh, and then uh, we'll go from there. So Eastern. Eastern We're in Eastern North Standard Carolina, yeah, so North Eastern Carolina. time. Well, so we, we can't base anything on Sully. I mean, he doesn't pay attention. Oh, Gabriel, Sully's sticking up for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, podcast family. T-Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy, your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, 
Visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.